All right, it's time for week three of the time slots for the TV schedules. You want to end on a good note. Make sure you guys are fully squared away with all of our fun openers, season starters, mid-season reviews, and maybe a little sprinkle in between. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. going on everybody part three of our ACC season opener here we are talking through a good time and more importantly an important time for the ACC as we look to kick things off in the right way as a conference this is Kenton Gibbs I'm Candace Cooper and you can find us each and every day wherever you listen to podcasts make sure you download and subscribe to that bad boy Kenton how are we feeling on this final final list I'm feeling good these week three matchups are we're getting into some nitty-gritty now, with, and it's going to be very interesting to see how a lot of these games shake out. Let's go to September 14th, where Bethune-Cookman will be at Miami at 730 on ACC Network. A gimme for Miami. Hopefully, it's a mental booster. It's a let me just not go to sleep at the wheel after this Texas A&M game, and we keep things rolling. Shout out to uh, Georgia Tech for playing South Carolina State and Miami for playing Bethune-Cookman. You know, these these money games are important to HBCUs and smaller schools. With that being said, don't have a moment where we get another. And one more thing, tell them, bring me my money. You do not want to see that meme come out. You do not want to see that meme come out. For those of you who don't know, that was a uh, North Carolina A&T's legendary coach doing that after they beat Duke, was it? Was it? Who did they beat? And don't do that to Duke. It was not Duke, but Sam Washington. Sa- Sam Washington? Yeah, Sam Washington is the coach, yes. But who, who was the team they beat? Who was the team I they beat? I don't know. Okay, See, well, I can't remember you over here at, You over here cracking the joke and don't know the full – and trying to get the explanation. You could have just cracked the joke and kept rolling. All right. Well, anyway, you don't want to see it. And one more thing. Tell them, bring me my money. You don't want to see that. You do not want to see that on your team here. My mom said that the other day, and I was like, where do you even get these things from? All right. Virginia will be at Maryland. Hey, old friend, on September 15th, September 15th at 7 p.m. Whew. This is going to be a tough one. This is going to be a tough one for tough Virginia. Tough one for who? Okay. It's going to be a tough one for Virginia, but but again, if Elliot, I'm telling you, if y'all are going to shock the world, y'all have multiple chances to show people early that y'all have the capability to do that. This will be a game where you have the ability to show that. Elliot versus Lockley feels like very criminal to me. You know, black on black crime. Hate it had to be one of them, but here we are. Also, Mike Maryland is, if you are a part of the alignment crew, you've been following us on all the long part of our alignment conversations. Let them be a tale of, Maybe the grass ain't necessarily greener. Absolutely. Also, you're going to get us canceled. Please. How am I going to get us canceled? I've been called everything but child guy on the show. I really do not care. If you were going to cancel me, let let me earn my cancellation, okay? Because I will will sound off. This this game, again, is going to be important for both teams uh, in in their next season's goal. Can, can, Can they pull off an upset against Maryland? That is going to be important to, again, showing Elliot saying, hey, everybody's wrong about me. I'm good at my job. This will be a moment to show it. Come on, politically correct, Peter. 
All right. On September 16th, Saturday, Slate Wake Forest will be at ODU. They'll start at 12 p.m. Another 12 p.m. game, Florida State at Boston College, a familiar Atlantic foam. Louisville will be versus Indiana at Indianapolis on the Big Ten Network. Must be nice over there. Make a lot of money, I heard. First of all, it's PC Pete to you. Second of all, these teams, these are, this is a very interesting slate of games for a multitude of reasons. These games are not, all of the games in this slate have different reasons why they're interesting. You look at all these games independently and you say to yourself, Louisville at Indiana, that is definitely going to be a measuring stick game. You look at this Florida State and Boston College game and you say, Florida State, you need to dominate that game. But you're also saying to yourself, Halfley, if you, if you want to save your job, y'all have to be somewhat competitive in this game. You have to keep this game somewhat close. You cannot have them running you out of the stadium after you've already had a game this season where people are saying, or two pushover games this season, where if one of those is close and then you get ran out of the stadium here, no, you need to have two blowouts and at least keep this one, you know, like, oh, we put up the good fight and then they just kind of opened it up in the fourth quarter. If they dominate you from start to finish this game, yeesh. You want to talk about I call for a coach job a lot? Uh, young Jeffrey, you're going to get that knock on the door. Hey, uh, coach, bring your playbook. Bring bring your playbook. Come on down. Come on down to AD's office. Well, you said Wake Forest is going to have an up and down year. Playing ODU, the expectations I would feel like going to ODU are certainly high in terms of a must-win game. Absolutely. ODU was not a good team last year. Do not let the Virginia Tech upset fool you. This is not a good ODU team. Wake Forest should come in and whoop the wheels off them boys. Now, if that does not happen, then people are going to be looking at Wake Forest a little funny in the light. And by whoop the wheels off of, I don't mean that all these games have to be 28-point games, by the way. If you win a game by 14 to 20, but you absolutely dominate the pace, you absolutely, like, you control the game and they never really get all that close. And that's that's fine too, but they need to have a performance like that against an ODU team. That I mean, again, outside of that win against Virginia Tech last year, they they showed very very little. So I don't know why people would expect a ton out of them this year. Let's get into our three thirty matchups: Minnesota at North Carolina as three thirty on ESPN or ESPN two, Northwestern at Duke. At 3.30 in Virginia Tech at Rutgers on Big Ten Network. Big Ten Network kind of gets in my money. I don't know if I like that. No. Listen, this this is a own little Big Ten ACC challenge right here. <laughs> a little bit of, you know, Louisville going up to, to uh, Indianapolis. You got Northwestern coming on down to Durham. You got Virginia Tech going up to New Jersey. You got, I'm just saying. Minnesota, North Carolina. Minnesota going on in the Chapel Hill. You got some. Big Ten ACC Challenge vibes going on. Minnesota's in the Big Ten, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You got. I've Big never Ten. seen them in the Big Ten ACC Challenge when we play basketball. Are they not well, good enough? Yeah, they're not good enough. You have to be a certain rank in your conference. If you're one of the bottom two or three teams, you don't get invited. But with that being said, with that being said, uh, this these games, the ACC has to show up and show out. I don't think that it's any one of these games outside of, I would say, Louisville, Indiana, is the only one that like if if we lose that one it's kind of like eh like duke and northwestern i don't think that duke can lose that game i think that they would have to try really hard as much as people like pat fitzgerald he's a fixture there they're probably gonna name the field after him when he retires in 20 years or whatever that team is god awful terrible the pits (laughs) oh my gosh 
Am I lying? Northwestern went, they went either one and 11 or three and nine last year. Like that is a team that is horrendous. They helped Duke get that six, six plus wins. Yeah, they did. They helped everybody get closer to six. Anybody who played <laughs> Northwestern last year got a little closer to six because they saw those Wildcats walk through the door. So, Duke, you need to get closer to six when you see those Wildcats walking through the door this year. Virginia Tech at Rutgers, though. Virginia Tech at Rutgers is a game of two bottom feeders. But here's the thing. You love no, a bottom feeder, child. Go ahead. Nobody believes that Rutgers is going to be better. Nobody believes that Rutgers is going to be better. Well, does anybody believe that Virginia Tech going to be better? Some people believe in pride. I'm hearing whispers of people saying, hey, this Virginia Tech team, they're going to be the ones. They're going to be the ones that shock the world. They're going to be the ones. They're going, they got these pieces. They got these weapons. They're going to be the ones. Okay. All right. Pride, show us something. Show us something. This is one that if you lose it, people are going to be looking at you funny because, again, this is not a, a good Rutgers team. This is not a Rutgers team. Greg Schiano is another one of those guys that he's going to be a fixture up there at uh, at Rutgers. He knows where his bread is buttered. He knows that he last time he stepped foot out of Rutgers, he got ran right back up there. So he's not leaving. He's going to be in there forever. But guess what? Don't matter. You need to go up there or they need to you need to handle business when they come see you. All right, let's talk about our 730 games here in just a second. I want to remind you guys about our Fan duel action right now. If you go to fanduel.com slash locked on, you get a no sweat burst bet up to $2,500. Again, that's fanduel.com slash locked on. It's no better time to bet. You can get into the college preseason action, get into the NBA action, MLB action, all of the things that help you win some moolah. You get $2,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Go to www.fanduel.com slash locked on for a no sweat first bet. Talking to Kenton Gibbs here. We're going through week three, talking about our Saturday slate. 7.30 games moving on to here. Georgia Tech at Mississippi on the SEC Network. Oh, Miss going to scold them boys, you know, and more power to you, Key. This is not a good situation to be in. But maybe you play. Maybe you play well. Maybe you maybe you play up a little bit. But and here's the thing about being in that situation where everybody knows you're gonna get the wheels whipped off you. You have nothing to lose. You have. But don't embarrass to lose. us on the SEC network. You better act like you know. Act like they know what you need to know. Good players. You need to See, know good players. That's why you raggedy. You supposed to be elevating the game over here on this side. You supposed to be rallying around all the troops. Can I tell you something? Can nope. I tell you something? I don't want to hear it. When I was younger. Me and my sister would bring home our grades and, and we would either have identical grades or maybe, maybe even in some cases, mine would be a little better than hers. And my mom would say, good job, Kyler. And she'd look at me and she'd say, what is this? And I would get bad and be like, why? Why she gets to get off with, with not having the grade, but I have better grades and you're mad at me. And she'd say, I want better from you because you are capable of more. You are capable of more. And this is not to say that my sister, she's the first person in our family to get a master's degree, actually. But the, the point that I'm saying here is the expectations are what set how you feel about the result. If you are expecting these teams, if we got up here and said, Georgia Tech is going to beat Ole Miss by 20, and then they go out there and get scolded. <laughs> now we done just let some folks down. We done just set some people up to be real mad. But if we tell them, Georgia Tech, this is probably going to be a game that's real tough for y'all. This is probably going to be a game where at halftime, Coach Key going to have to tell y'all, 
Don't worry about the scoreboard, guys. Play for pride. Play for that GT on your helmet. Play for the name on the back. But more importantly, the name on the front. Play for each other. Don't worry about the score. Just go win one drive at a time. That's that sounds like a core. That sounds like a core memory for you. Okay, you're having a flashback. Pit at Pit at West Virginia. The backyard brawl is one of my favorite rivalries. It's one of my favorite rivalries because it does not get the respect that it deserves nationally. It really doesn't. These two teams really don't like each other. Why do you say don't get the respect that it deserves? Going to be on ABC now. Well, I, I say that not from a standpoint of like viewership or anything like that. I mean, if you were to like tell people, hey, name the top 10 rivalries in college sports, this would not, this would probably not be mentioned as one of them well, outside of the because they haven't reasons. been relevant in a while. But it's still so good. It's I don't think people realize so how close Pittsburgh and Virginia, I mean, West Virginia are either. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. But because this West is, Virginia is kind of like just, you know, it's, it's just there. What an interesting state West Virginia is. I'm super glad. <laughs> I'm super glad that we won't have a bunch of Mountaineers fans in our comments telling us, oh, you're terrible. Come on down to Mountaineers. Country road, take us home. Ain't that the one? No, I'm from the city. I'm a city boy. I don't like, I don't like nothing about the, I don't need nothing about the country. I don't need nothing about that. Mm-mm. City city boys up, huh? City road, take me home, okay? 540, take me home. The Lodge, take me home. Southfield Freeway, take me home. I don't need nothing about no country roads take me home. But now, when I look at this game, it's always it, – most of the time when people say throw out the record books, they're joking. But seriously, when you think about the backyard brawl, really, throw it out. Throw, it doesn't matter who you think is good, who you think is bad. This game will always end up being close, and it's always going to end up being competitive. I am super geeked up to see it. We can see. Syracuse at Purdue. Purdue. Bring it on back. Let's run it back. I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is about these teams with gold helmets trying to run through the ACC like some Tomb Raiders. I don't know. But y'all names is not Laura Croft. Y'all better knock it off now. We done had enough. But Purdue is a team that somehow ended up in the Big Ten Championship last year, which is, again, the greatest case of all time to abolish divisions across college football. Stop the nonsense. With that being said, this is a Syracuse team that – I think this is going to be a tough season for them. I think that this is a game in which I think Syracuse, I think that Purdue does enough to not fumble this one away like they did the last one because they really had to give it away. I mean, and I'm talking taunting. I'm talking stupid personal fouls. I'm talking a quarterback saying, oh, well, three defenders down there. Yeah, we're good to go. That type of deal. So I, I think that they don't do that twice in a row. Florida Atlantic will be at Clemson at 8 p.m. on ACC Network. I'm ready for Clemson to play somebody because this is getting old a little bit. Yeah, I was just about to say, Clemson about 15. This is what, week three? Yeah, the young guys are going to play again. The young guys are going to get their time. They're going to get their time to go out there and do what they do and, you know, have some fun. You know you know what, though? I believe a familiar face from the ACC is going to be coming back in that game. Who is you that? Know? Oh, Willie. Willie Taggart. <laughs> I believe he's there. He has there. a job. I think he got fired. Oh, he got fired already? Thanks. <laughs> I don't know, but I, th- I don't think – he is not even an ACC staple. That's that's no, I mean. didn't say it was a staple, I just had a familiar face. He was a familiar face, he really know? wasn't. He really wasn't. You couldn't well, pick Willie out of a lineup. He's still, I could pick you, Willie out of a lineup. No, you cannot. I, I know what Willie Taggart looks like. What are you talking about? Describe him. I could 100. He looks like a nerd, like he looks like he shouldn't be coaching football, but he does. He has like those really thick glasses, and like he's like he's very like. He looks like a wide receiver a little bit, like a retired wide receiver. He's like not very big, um, but yeah, he's 
I it's hard for me to describe, but I know what Willie Taggart looks like. I could definitely pick my lineup. Lord help the children. All right, I'll let you have it. Either way it goes, that's week three. That's all we got for you guys. But I think it's really important to say, as we round out these conversations, there's a lot of good football for the ACC potentially. There's a lot of necessary wins for the ACC. There are some where we're just going to get punched in the mouth a little bit, and that's okay. We can rally yeah. the troops. We yeah, can rally absolutely. the troops. Absolutely. But let me ask you this, Candace, and, yeah. and I'm going to throw a curveball at you because you know me. I like getting off script. And so we're going to get off script right, right <laughs> What's now. What's new? We're going to get off script right now. Of the rest of the ACC night games for the rest of the season, which one or two are you most excited about seeing? Of the night games for the rest of the season? Yeah, we got we got Friday night, NC State, Virginia. We got Friday night, Louisville, NC State, Syracuse, Virginia Tech, Wake Forest, Duke, Thursday, Boston College, Syracuse, Notre Dame. Oh, no, 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 that's Saturday. Virginia, Louisville, Thursday, Boston College, Pitt, Thursday, Miami, Boston College. Which game are you most excited to see out of all those night games coming up um, in the in the later parts of the season? I definitely would say uh, Louisville at NC State for sure. Mm. I think that's probably one that's going to be exciting. I think Notre Dame and Clemson is always going to give you some razzle-dazzle. I think Wake Forest at Duke certainly will give you the razzle-dazzle in the sense that it's the battle of the nerds and all of that fun stuff. But everyone else is sort of like meh, depending on where they are in their season. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's a that's a very interesting take on that. Did you just want me to give you a little bit of love to NC State, or I just I just wanted to know which which night games you were looking at going forward. That's all I wanted to know. You know, I, it didn't matter where you was gonna go with it. Whoop! There it is. All I know is the road to December second is going to be very exciting for all of these teams. As we all know, there's no more divisions. Maybe we will see that across the board here for. Um, many of our power five conferences if you know we like to dibble dabble in the realm of our friends at different conferences sec is certainly having a time with themselves and as much as we as much as i talk to you and i re-emphasize all the time y'all the grass isn't necessarily always greener we could have the coaches that just cry and grumble all the time and talk about what they should and shouldn't have and be the best and yada 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 appreciate what we have here we have some solid coaches solid programs and i think we're gonna have a really good season Absolutely. I think that this is going to be a, a uh, I think that this is going to be a, an excellent season for the ACC, because, again, we're we're looking at a situation where one of two to three things is probably going to happen. Either we're going to see an ACC team back in the playoff or we're going to see an extremely competitive situation yeah. in terms of uh, Florida State being competitive. Wait, I'm sorry, not wait for it. Florida State, Clemson being competitive. Um, and there's probably going to be a third or fourth team in there that's that's real competitive as well. So, you know, it's it's going to be very interesting to see. Also, very quick note, Candace, you are right. Willie Taggart did get fired already. He is now coaching with the Baltimore Ravens after a five I and seven season. You. After a five and seven season, he got fired at FAU. So he is no longer the head coach there. He's now with the Ravens. Yeah. I'd be a little bit smart and he don't look like what you said. So there that he was. definitely does. I <laughs> Again, again. So, so Willie Taggart doesn't look like a nerd to you at all. So it's that just is, that is that is that you want to talk about getting canceled? What what does that mean? Nerd is a nerd. Bad, nerd isn't a bad thing. Somebody that is there fairly, is somebody offended right now for calling him nerd. There is somebody. I would think that that's a good thing. Me saying black the, on black crime is offensive, but you can say nerd. With the allegations that have been levied against Willie Taggart, calling him a nerd is a positive. 
That is objectively a positive. Baby, I don't know his testimony, but that's all I, I'm here I, to tell you. Listen, I don't know his testimony either, but I know what these folks in these Twitter streets, what these YouTube comments say about Mr. Taggart. Somebody calling him a nerd, he should, he probably go call me tomorrow, brother. I thank you. I appreciate it. If I see a Baltimore area code pop up on my phone, I'm going to know exactly who it is. I'm going to know. I'm going to know it's Mr. Taggart calling me to say, thank you for calling me a nerd, man. You know, they calling me everything but a good Christian saying, I don't know how to do logistics. And that it was, I had boys standing around. on. And you know what? We are not, we are not. And that's what we not going to do. And that's that's what I'm saying. And that's what I'm saying. Not on this show. And that's what I'm, okay, Ms. Bonsai. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is. Not on my watch. All I'm saying is saying that he looks like a nerd. I think. And that's fine. I think that he would. Y'all make sure you follow our all of our episodes catch up. Make sure you have your pencil sharpened to give us all of your feedback. Leave us some YouTube comments. Make sure that you download, subscribe to the podcast on the audio spaces. Leave us five-star reviews and all of the fun things that you love to do. For Candace Cooper and Kenton Gibbs, we'll be back for more. And remember, June, we are in the off-season, three episodes a week. We don't want you guys to get discouraged. We want you to make sure you guys catch up to all that we have. So you have plenty of opportunities to get downloaded. So we look forward to uh, seeing you soon. Candace Cooper, Kendi Gibbs, until next.